It was a dark and stormy night. Your party has gathered in the many coasts of Azeroth Tavern. Before you stands a hulking Goliath, a shifty Yonti, and a gregarious gnome. They identify themselves as Chris, Gavril, and Kevin, the proprietors of this particular establishment. They motion for you to sit and begin telling you tales of their previous battles, including the time they slew the deadly metagame, and when they assaulted Speculation Keep. They lean in and conspiratorially mention that this week they're returning to Speculation Keep and are taking another shot at the Baron of Bad News. They also warn you that you were right and they were wrong, and that this town will be the downfall of us all. Hi, guys. I love it. Hello. <laughs> How are we wow. doing today? That was great. I, I got fucking goosebumps. So much joy. This is why he's such a good DM. Oh, sweet Jesus. All right. Can you uh, speak in that voice through an entire D&D session? I, I can. Sometimes. It depends on what characters we're talking to, but sometimes, it, yes. It depends on if wow. what, what character I have to be playing for that yeah. particular part of it. Yeah. Can I ask that one day you do an uh, intro as Ikijiki? I can do an intro as Ikijiki if you want me to like absolutely murder my vocal cords. Yeah, totally. You can pre-record it or you can post-record it. I can do a post recording for it. That might work. Um, uh, so good. I love Iki Jiki. Uh, yep. Okay. So, uh, guys, how was your week? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Chris, Kevin, your week pretty good decent. too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Um, Chris, you've got the most shit in there. You go first. How okay. was your week, buddy? Uh, I got both my Mage Terror weapons from my Demon Hunter and I'm happy now. That's all I cared about. I'm happy. Congratulations um, on that. Yeah. Uh, I one-shot the tank one to, because I know how to tank. I'm not too keen on the whole Havoc play style, but I got the weapon and I'm happy so I can at least look pretty when I'm playing it. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm The season for Heroes is coming to an end-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be finishing High Plat, so I'm happy. Not diamond like I wanted, but uh, you know, high plat, so good, still a good ending. I mean, it, it's we 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 discussed this before, and you know, we decided that you know, you you your 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 platinum days are behind you. Your my, diamond, my diamond days are behind, days you. Are behind me. Yeah. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I don't play getting enough. Old. You're getting old. I'm getting old. I'm pushing thirty. Oh, God. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else? Uh. Final Fantasy fourteen. Been jumping in, leveling up my astrologian. It's on a US server. I've been enjoying that. Um, and a metric fuck ton of D&D. Far too much to talk about. Like, so much D&D. Yep. Uh, you, you and I are still kind of in discussions about that, that, uh, about side shows and something we're potentially going to be doing over the next few weeks. Um, yeah. uh, Kevin is going to be unavailable for a little while. Uh, so we might just, uh, we might put Azeroth Coast to Coast on, uh, standby for a couple of weeks and just like kind of experiment around week, with some other shows two week, uh, three week hiatus. yeah so we might we might experiment around we might still do azeroth coast to coast kind of depends <clears throat> so is that about it buddy that's about it too much D&D. all right all right love to hear that mr kevin how you been buddy i'm okay um hmm i have been well first of all i was on the sundering on uh june 26th so you can go back and listen to that episode if you want 
Yeah, yeah, some um, cronyism stuff right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show. Well, not really friend of the show, but um, my guild leader, Mr. Sarah, has asked me to show. come on. He is a friend of the show, yes, in a way, if you ever listen to it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, I played WoW. Um, I got done a major achievement this past week, which was finally catching the pond nettle from Argus. Nice. Which was awesome. Um, it took me about 3,900 casts and eight hours of playtime. That was the octopus mount you were looking for, yes. right? Or the jellyfish, that was, whatever it was. That was the, yeah, jellyfish, octopus. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. what happened immediately after that? What happened immediately after that? I don't remember. What do you mean? Was when we explained to you that there's oh. a much easier version of that to get. Yeah, but it, I would have still gotten this one. Oh, I know. But it's just hilarious. That's the all. thing that I'm annoyed about is it doesn't give you underwater breathing, which I think is kind of stupid. But yeah, um, sucks to be you. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. And now I'm starting the fish. I'm trying to get one of the two turtles from the garrison that I didn't get the first time. Okay. And, you know, starting some have groups you, to do that because people aren't doing actually, it. I saw your group in WoW. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Have you actually had any success in getting people to come in? Yeah, there was a dude that came in yesterday morning and we chatted and fished and it was a good time. Okay, good stuff. So people are a little rusty on it though and this guy messaged me saying that it's not personal loot and I checked WoWhead and it probably, it most likely is personal loot. So, um, you know. We'll yeah, I think that was the that. change they made with that and mm-hmm. that's why you don't see those groups anymore is because it, it's no longer, it's, it's, it, it's not everybody gets it anymore. It, it should be. I mean, from what I read, when they added personal loot, then they changed it so that you can get it via personal loot. <clears throat> I'm not entirely oh, yeah. sure on that one. I know that was kind of the reason why those groups sort of died off. After because you couldn't get it from that way anymore. Hmm. No, that was one of the reasons it kind of died off. I'm pretty certain it is. I, I'm not going to say like 100% certainty on that. Hmm. Well, LB will correct us. He always does. I will LB report back. On my progress there, but All right. it's only a one in two hundred drop, and not one in two thousand, which is nice. Yeah, um, but it's also off of a rare fishing item too. Yeah, but the rare fishing item is about a five percent to eight percent drop rate, so it's not as bad as some of the other stuff. Yeah, but then you have to compound it across the whole thing, where you know it's a rare yeah. drop to get. It's going to be as bad as the the other one is. It's going to be just, just be as aware bad. of it. Just be aware. It's going to be just as bad. As a uh, as mount collectors, Chris and I can attest, it's gonna be just as bad. It's gonna be bad. No, just watch. Okay. He's gonna get it on like his second cast. No, I mean the guy who came into the group with me got his pond nettle on four hundred casts, and I almost kicked him out of the group. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I was like four hundred, but it, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, people are going back and doing drainer fishing stuff now. Like he just got his level three fishing garrison, so I think it's fun. <clears throat> Anyway, I've also been playing Heroes of the Storm. Lots of Heroes of the Storm. Some with Mr. Friend of the Show Nash Tater. Some with Mr. Uh, Vincent Minucci, a.k.a. Ruilandune. Um, It's been pretty fun. There's been some really shit matchmaking games. Um, we're pretty regularly getting grouped with like three specialists. Uh, How uh, angry is Vince games. becoming? Um, Vince was doing some angry typing. 
Okay. But we the one the one Alterac pass game where we got three specialists, we actually won. So I was three specialist meta incoming. I was very surprised, but we did it. And he was playing Abathur, and I I barely ever see Vince play Abathur. But uh he's very heavy on the um trying to get people to like go into his minefields. Vince likes mm. putting down he likes trolling people with minefields. The main build is so good though. Yeah, it's the toxicness yeah. is really, really good. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing and just kind of like trying to find stuff to do in WoW because, um, you know, as I get done my fishing achievements, it's like, don't know what the, don't know what else to do. Yep. All right. Um, cause you've already done all of your, uh, your challenge modes, right? No, I did my challenge mode for my spec and that's all I'm going to do. I'm not uh, interested in the, for the other ones. ones, dude. You've already got the gear for it. All you got to mm. with the with how everything's going on with the with the artifact quest, you know. I know really LB no will probably give me shit. Huh? LB will give me shit for not getting them. I know. Yeah, I mean, we'll it's, it's, shit, also, dude. Okay, so the disc one looks fucking awesome. Hmm. I'll have to go remind myself what they look like. The disc one looks awesome. the The shadow one's not that great. It's it's okay. It's not really super noticeable because it is a dagger and a book. Eh. But the 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 disc one looks pretty cool. Uh, did you have you been going around and getting all of your hidden appearances for those? I have my hidden appearance for holy. Okay, you have to go get the hidden appearance for disc. It just looks so good. Is that the little book on a yeah, stick? The book on a stick. Yeah. It oh, really I got good. that one. Somehow, and disc I got is that free, one. and disc is a free appearance. So, what is that? LB saying it's like it's just free, whatever. Because hmm. I think it's the same scenario, just like played from the disc side of things. Yeah. Oh, it's easy. Yeah, I'll okay. be saying it's easy, so you may as well just go do it, dude. Okay. Um, that about your week? Yeah. What about yeah. you? Um, Hearthstone. Just I. Still playing Hearthstone, uh, kind of waiting for the new expansion to come out to see what we're dealing with. Um, the meta is actually still moving pretty quickly. There's still there's still quite a bit of little moves going on with the meta, so it's it's been really fun and interesting with that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I've been playing a lot of D and D when I have the time uh, because my group doesn't show up half the time. We just basically took like a month sabbatical from the fucking main game. Uh, which we just started back up. Um, we just got the main game started back up again, and um, I am taking great pleasure in torturing them, uh, but not through combat because I throw softball combat encounters at them and then throw really deadly social encounters at them. Yep, so it's been very fun. Um, I played through the sacrifice campaign in Warframe. Uh, it was eh, it was okay. It was all right. I'm still playing some Warframe right now. Uh, in fact, today uh, you can get a free Ash Prime uh, when you watch their 10-0 live stream uh, for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you play Warframe and you're listening to this in the future, I'm sorry. You missed it. <clears throat> um, and I resubbed to Warcraft uh, in preparation for pre-patch. Uh, trying to get my challenge modes taken care of on the ones I cared about. Uh, and I'm still having trouble with Prot, and Prot can go fuck itself. <laughs> fuck Prot. <clears throat> I love Prot, but fuck it. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I think that covers my week. Um, anybody else? Nope. Bueller? Nope. Bueller? Bueller? 
Okay. Listener feedback. Let's try to let's try to blitz through feedback and news. Um, so really kind of want to kind of get down to our main topic of discussion today. Um, uh, we had no Gmails, no Twitter interactions, and that's okay. We still love all of you, each and every one of you. Yeah. Um, uh, LB's Corner uh, is not actually in LB's Corner this week. It's a shout out to LB. Kevin? Yep. LB gets a big shout out this week because he completed something that <clears throat> there's not even an achievement for in the game. And that is completing all of the Mage Tower challenges for all of the specs in the game. So he completely which, completed all 36 specs. Yes. yes he yes. has got his hidden appearance. He's got his challenge appearance for all 36 specs Everything. in the game. Yeah. Yep. LB's fucking insane. Amazing. Mm-hmm. LB's insane as shit. I mean, he was, um, you know, on regularly all hours of the night, like banging out different um, Legion invasions to get legendaries, like um, crazy, crazy. Um, SoundCloud, there was no really nothing in there. Uh, but yes, yeah, sorry. One last time. Congrats, LB. Way to go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, SoundCloud, uh, we had a couple of comments on SoundCloud. Uh, Kevin, I know you want to cover this one, this first one. Yeah, the first one I, I would like, like Discord. to. Discord, yeah, Discord. Yeah. Um, Vish says, hashtag dragon dildo conversation was a waste of my ear space. And I'm Fair glad point. that we can continue to waste her ear space again by bringing up her comment. So thanks, Bec- Vish. Because dragon dildos. Dragon That's all dildos. You need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't mock it until you try it. Jesus. Chris, which one of these two do you want to cover? Uh, I'll read Harley's. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and cover uh, one of our listeners, Willie Ram. Uh, he is in our Discord, and this is where we got the feedback from. Uh, if you want to give us feedback or listen to the show uh, while we record it live, or just be available and present, um, Discord link is, of course, in our uh, show description uh, on our SoundCloud, and you can also find it on our website, uh, which is AzerothCoastToCoast.com. Correct? That's right. Yes. AzerothCTC.com. AzerothCTC, that's right. AzerothCTC. I always forget that one. Um, so, Wooly says, uh, meta play is unavoidable in any game which presents a challenge. Nowadays, in WoW, the meta is irrelevant outside of Mythic rating and high-key Mythic+. Plus. As to Ian bringing back the old mentality, which this is going to be referenced also, um, the old mentality was something that we were talking about in Discord, actually, in our, in our feedback channel, uh, about bringing the player not the class mentality mm-hmm. that has existed since cataclysm uh as to ian bringing back the old mentality i think it is essential otherwise there'll be no room for future development and definition of the classes which i agree with 100 percent. right now everything's just a little too homogenized there's only very specific edge cases where a specific class is going to be significantly more important than any other class gentlemen mm-hmm. the only thing i can really think of is like rogue with group stealth uh, totally. Which was only really super relevant in challenge modes during mists, mm-hmm. and some mythic plus, high mythic plus dungeons. To get I past guess, stuff yeah. I, I'm not sure. Come. I don't do high high mythic plus dungeons. I probably should get my twenty keystone yeah, done. The invisibility pots are essential for high mythic plus. So rogues being there for that are very handy. Um, 
And uh, most of WoW's old blood is out. These new developers want to leave their own Warcraft. Warcraft. I expect more Warcraft 3 characters to die or to be sidelined as the new team makes needed changes and entirely unneeded changes. I disagree with that. There's still a lot of people involved in the game that have been around for six, seven, eight years. Mm. Did you guys watch that video where Ian went through the history of WoW? Yeah. No, I haven't had a chance to. They seem to make a point about, you know, Garrosh being the first character that was completely developed in WoW and not from the RTS games. And the first major I, one, yeah. I, I wonder if they're trying to kind of move towards that mentality of like, you know, trying to build new characters and new stuff instead well, of like always harping on the RTS content. You can't you can't tell a story just with the exact same characters over and over again. That's mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it just stagnates at some point. Plus, you also need to remember that in regards to the RTS storyline, other than Horde versus Alliance, everything's kind of been dealt with. Yeah, everything's pretty... Uh, and even then, it's all kind of whole cloth as we've gone through things. Um, so, I mean, there's still a lot of developers that are around that have been around for a while. Uh, there's still a lot of... A lot of the bigger names are gone. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tygel, which is Jeff Kaplan, uh, he moved on to the Overwatch, Overwatch. team. Um, Metzen. Yeah, Metzen's gone. Um, I mean, uh, is Celestian still there? Celestion. I want to say he moved on. I think Nythera moved on, too. Nythera moved on. Zara yeah, moved so there's, on. There's, there's a lot of the more public figures have moved on that have been involved in World of Warcraft on all the levels, not just like the development level. A lot of the older guard is gone, but those are the visible. Oh, okay, yeah, Celestalon's on the on the Hearthstone team. That's right, he moved, I knew uh, he just, moved before Broad left. just before Broad left, I think. He moved over to the uh, Hearthstone team. Um, but thank you, LB. I appreciate that. Um LB's our fact checker. He gets stuff we fuck up. Um, but I think it's really, I, I think people are kind of overplaying it because the more visible team members have kind of moved on into other other games, other teams within Blizzard, other uh, developers, things like that. So, but you don't know too much about the the that core of, you know, old guard people that have been there for a million years kind of thing. True. But I, I mean, I agree that they're going to try to continue to get rid of more of the Warcraft 3 heroes and um, focus more on newer heroes. I don't think there's I don't think they're getting rid of them so much as allowing them to age out. Like, I mean, we're what, almost 20 years in game time. We're 15 years in game time at this point. And like, look, look Anduin at went from like Anduin went from How? like eight years old mm-hmm. to he's in his early 20s at this point. Yep. You can't you can't age out a character. What, what like Malfurion's just gonna like put his staff down and be like, all right, I'm just gonna like sit. I'm gonna go to the old folks' well, druid home no, or something. You can age out a character. Look at Thrall. Thrall is basically a non-entity at this point. What's yeah, he Thrall, doing these days? Thrall went. For, well, he's raising a family. He's raising a family. He has. He has. Doesn't he have a kid? He has two kids. Yeah, he has he has children. Him and Agra have kids, and he's also the leader of the Earthen Ring Shamans. Well, he was the leader of the Earthen Ring Shamans. You are now. Mm. If you're a shaman. If you're a shaman. I don't know about that. No, no that, that, uh, that's... Thrall aged out. I mean... They aged out Thrall. I don't like Khadgar that. Khadgar is taking a step back. Yeah. Um, no more Khadgar, really. He's he's basically... like and Spoilers, if you haven't played your artifact quest line in Silithus yet, which has been out for a couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. 
Silver Fist played... has been out for a while. Yeah, Silver no, Fist has been out for a while. The, the actual artifact completion. The artifact quest well. oh, the completion. Um, Cadgar himself specifically goes, I'm not going to be party to the Alliance and the Horde killing each other because we've done so much and accomplished so much as a group. And he steps back and he's like, the Kirin Tor are going back to doing what they do, essentially. He's like, I'm going to go lock myself up in Karazhan and consult Good. with Medivh's books. So, I mean, like... He never helps out in a fight anyway. Adgar's pretty much gone. Uh, like, just like, a lot of these old guard characters have kind of been sort of, like, quietly retired. Um, which all is not a bad died. thing. It's not all of them died. It's just they've quietly they kind die. of gone their own way. Magni. Magni is now the Speaker of the Earth. Literally the Speaker of an entire planet. Yeah. He went from being a faction leader to a, a to the herald of Azeroth. You, you caught it was Diamond Phase, where he was just a rock. Where he was, he was just a giant rock for a while. He was speaking yeah. to ghosts for a while. I thought that guy was crazy. Um, but then you you have characters like Moira stepping up and becoming a major player in the Moira's game. Moira's a badass. Um, you have characters like Moira coming up. You have characters like... Um, um, we saw Valera. We saw uh, Tess. We saw uh, Vanessa Van Cleef. We've, we've we saw, got the second generation of WoW heroes coming up at this point. It's it's a, a reflection of the time moving on, but it's, it's it's also a reflection of the players. I mean, you've got players in world from World of Warcraft who've been playing since the RTSs. You've also got a new generation coming up who are new to the game, who are getting introduced to it. It's a mirror of what's happening in real life and in the game because time moves on. Mm-hmm. It's also a good way to just revitalize the game as a whole. I mean, the problem is your narrative structure is going to fall apart if it's literally the same characters every single day. Mm-hmm. If all you're talking about is Malfurion and Taronda launching a, an assault upon Mulgore or the Ashenvale Forests. I mean, it gets very, it gets very stale. Um, and, you know, you bring up a new generation of characters, you bring a new generation of characters into it, and that gives you the opportunity to explore a wider narrative space, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so thanks. Thanks, Bull. We appreciate you. Um, and last but not least, um, Arlie says, um, also there's a balance between bringing the player and not the class and still making the classes unique and interesting. They've been very strong towards the player for a while. I like that they are moving back to the other way a bit. Yeah. They they kind of dialed that back a little bit over the course of the beta, but it's still, it still seems to be like they're trying to bring more of the, cl- try to bring some class uniqueness. Which, Which is, is good, good yeah. because I good. it frustrates me that every single class can blink now. Pretty much every class can blink at this point. Has a blink or a charge, yeah. Has or either sprint, a blink, a charge, or a jump. Or a sprint. Or a sprint. Yeah. Everything has mm-hmm. everything at this point. There's no uniqueness to some of the classes anymore. Yep. Um, so, totally agree with that, and uh, we do, as always, appreciate uh, the wonderful Ms. Arlie uh and all of our wonderful wonderful listeners and our community for uh contributing and wanting to talk to us we really do appreciate it it really helps us pad out these episodes <laughs> I'm is a that no. like a backhanded comment compliment or? no uh we do appreciate y'all uh it, it wouldn't be me if i wasn't making some sort of shitty comment um there you go. we do appreciate y'all thank you so much we do really want to hear uh everything 
uh, uh, about what uh, you all are feeling like. Um, so shout outs. Shout outs to the US, the UK, Germany, Portugal, and Brazil. Welcome. Welcome aboard, folks. Uh, Chris, did you have any more shout outs? I had one. It disappeared on the show notes, but I had one. Um, I think you'll agree with it as well. It's, it's it's not a blizzard specific thing. It's just more of a good job for these fellow nerds. Uh, D Beyond recently updated their character sheets, and oh my god, they are so good. Yep, we all love them. So way to go, uh, folks over. And I think they're owned by Curse, if I remember. Uh, right. it, they are owned by Curse, with the rights for D D sold out and so, rented out by, from Wizards. So way to go, uh, way to go, Amazon. Way to go. Uh, but yeah, the new DD uh, character sheet, so good. Hats off. To in you in interest of disclosure, we are not sponsored in any way by I Amazon Curse or any of the affiliates of Amazon. Or literally anything. We're or literally, literally not sponsored. By we have no sponsors. We just share no sponsors we like. We just yeah, exactly. Um, let's kind of blitz through the news. It's kind of a relatively light news week. So, Chris, did you want to cover World of Warcraft real quick? Yep, uh, really the two quick ones. Uh patch eight point zero point one is on the background downloader. So if you make sure you've got your background downloader turned on and it'll p- download the pre-patch for you, ready to go. Um, speaking of the pre-patch, it is on the PTR and has been flagged as a release candidate build. So we're getting closer and closer, people. Get, get yep. prepped up and ready. Uh, the other bigger Hold piece of Warcraft news is that the uh, there was a dev developer preview uh, for the war mode and PvP talent changes. Um, it goes into significant details on the changes to the PvP system, uh, mostly the talents and how you can change them as you go. But with war mode, you have to be in a faction capital and you get benefits for being in war mode, which is essentially the, what an old PvP server was. Um, mm-hmm. You will have a link to the full uh preview and our show notes if you want to read through it okay all right um Dibbles. uh hearthstone uh real quick um no news on the next expansion yet we still haven't gotten an announcement for the announcement yet uh but the time frames are a little on the funny side because bfa is releasing uh during the normal window that they normally have for the summer expansion for Hearthstone. So we don't know what's coming on with that. Uh, there's also doing uh, a couple of quality life uh, adjustments to minion types in the game. Most notably, uh, the molten and hill giant mountain giants are becoming elemental types uh, and a couple of other small things. So that's really cool. Um, Kevin, did you want to talk to Heroes of the Storm stuff that's coming up? Sure. Uh, you guys feel free to chime in. They are making some major reworks to Rainer and Asmodan going live on the 10th of July. Um, Rainer, the uh, heal that he gets when he's low life will be activatable baseline now, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it won't activate passively. You have to activate that show or you will die. Yeah, and uh, it just, I mean, that's interesting. And it looks like they're just kind of focusing on his auto attack build. Um, so I'm assuming that he's going to lose the double stun that you can get late game, which is like fucking broken as hell. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm really looking forward to the rework. I have him at level like 37 or 40 at this point. Um, what, what did you guys think of the Rainer rework? I like I like the changes. I think they look interesting. Um, I like what they're doing to the Rainer, Rainer's Raiders all. Uh, rather than there being two spawns, it's only going to be the one. But 
it's going to be more powerful and it's also going to be able to regen its health and you can control it a bit better now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that they've given that control to the ultimate to actually make it a bit more strategic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, on paper, it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asmodan rework. Um, this one is a little bit less clear because I don't play a lot of Asmodan, <laughs> but I'm assuming they're getting rid of the last hitting mechanic. Uh, no, the no. last hitting mechanic is still it's there, but now, it's, it's baseline and it's kind of expanded out. Yeah, like uh, uh, you get stacks just for hitting heroes too. I think now. Yeah, so you get stats for last hitting minions. You get stacks for just hitting heroes. Um, also, they are nerfing his beam. It's no longer a constant. Uh, Which will, is sad. Uh, no, Rip no, e. fuck that beam. Fuck that right Rip to e. hell. Rip E. I loved E. I liked just playing the tankiest Asmodan ever and You're just running into people. Son of a bitch, and your finger tests need to be cut off. Um, yep. <laughs> I hate Asmodan. Um, <laughs> They're nerfing his beam only, I think, only lasts for about four seconds. I want to say it's like three like seconds, it's I think. Like now it's three, like three seconds, four seconds. Yeah, so it lasts for but three or four the seconds. Ramps up much faster now. The damage ramps up, so it starts off weak and then builds up, uh, but it won't just stay constant anymore. So, and it does have it has a cooldown, yeah. Yes, it has a small cooldown, it has a small cooldown, so it won't just be beam until you die, which I'm really glad about because I hate that. shit. Um. And I think they're redesigning his minions as well, so you can only have one yes. active at a time, but you can talent into you, two. You can talent into two, and that there are still some abilities that spawn minions. They also yeah. gave them a, I think it's a passive, I think they gave them the the immolation aura passive now, mm-hmm. I believe. I believe so. Uh, but or yes. it's the lieutenant has, or it's like the demonic lieutenant has the, uh, demo- the aura passive, I think, now. But regardless, we will have links to both of those rework videos because they are on uh, the Heroes of the Storm YouTube page and they're very, very well detailed. Uh, they will be in our show notes because they're great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Secrets of the Storm, a new comic dropped for Heroes mm-hmm. of the Storm. Anybody care about lore in Heroes? Not really. But it's a good comic. It's good. It's a good comic. But I don't really care about the lore because it's like they're trying to make a reason for, oh, hey, this is why Raynor is shooting Diablo in the face. <laughs> They're trying to give Heroes of the Storm a little bit of a story. See, hold on. See, see if they can flesh this out so that it's actually a very well-written and cohesive like story. I'm okay with this. Implying Blizzard can write a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. Overwatch. Next Overwatch has make... been a shitstorm from day one. They keep retconning things and changing it every five seconds. Okay, but when, but when they get it right, it's good. But... but mm. No, I like. They it. won't get it right. When they get it right, it could be so good. Shut up. Next. <laughs> okay. Next is reworks <laughs> to the Alterac Pass map. Thank baby Jesus. This came out July third. Um, yeah, I mean, this map was completely broken when it came out. I like disagree. you could, you could take down a keep with the first objective win. I mean, it was I just ridiculous. Cursed Hollow. Yep. Yeah. It's just broken. So what they've done is they've reduced the health of the generals, which spawn after you get the objective. Um, they The generals don't get armor from nearby heroes, which I didn't even know was happening, which made them harder to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, damage or the heal scaling increases. The damage scaling increases. So they get more strong as the game goes on, but in the first wave, it shouldn't be as devastating anymore. And we've actually been able to 
save forts and not lose them all <laughs> when the enemy team gets the first uh, objective. So that's I think this was really needed. I didn't notice yeah. there was problems, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't notice there was problems, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't notice the changes. <laughs> well, that's that's how it should be. I didn't notice that there was a problem, and I didn't notice there was changes. I love that map. I think it's I think it's one of the best maps I've ever done. So good. It's a good it? map. I I like the objective mechanic. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, I've 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 uh, won a game on Curse Hollow in the first Curse. I've won on Haunted Mines after the rework on the first uh, with a hundred golds on the first push. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter what map it is. If the if your team is good enough, or the other team is not paying is isn't paying enough attention, you can win on the first push. Doesn't matter what map it is, that will happen, and that will still happen on Alterac Pass. I can guarantee it. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Who wants to cover Ranked Season Three? Uh, ranked Season Three, the last item in the Heroes of the Storm. Um, the Ranked Season Three is ending, and the rewards are coming out. And you can check the website to see what reward you will get if you've completed at least ten games in either um, Hero League or Team League. And, you know, you can get gold, you can get mounts. Um, check the news post to see what you will get based on your rank. And starting in season, or oh wait, that must have been season two. So season three is starting on July 10th in the US and July 11th in Europe. Um, the major change that they're changing for this season is that there will be three bands per team now instead Ooh. of two bands. Okay. All right. Uh, um, so yeah, no one piece... will ever play Garrosh or Phoenix again. <laughs> Phoenix is not powerful. Uh, Garrosh is the one that you ban every time, which is hilarious because they nerfed him. He's still a nightmare, especially if you're playing kill fast. He's a anything fucking that, nightmare. Anything that throws positioning off uh, in a game yeah. that doesn't have a cheesy blink for everyone mm -hmm. is good. Um, uh, the only only thing y'all missed was the announcement for the new uh, real money purchase mount from the Heroes of the Storm store, mm -hmm. uh, which is um, Celestial Billy. He's so adorable. I, I I I'll be frank. I have all the Billy mounts. I will I need Celestial Billy, Billy in my life. I need, I need to purchase him. I, I missed Rainbow Billy, and I'm so upset. I got all the Billies, and I'm so happy. And I'm gonna add another one. Um. Murky on a belly uh, quick, is so cute. <laughs> uh, real quick, Diablo, there's still no new information about the unannounced project besides that it is being a new game, and we'll probably we'll see some information coming out of either Gamescom or BlizzCon this year. That's about it. Um, last one, uh, Kevin, Overwatch? Um, Overwatch, there is a new hero, but Chris really wants to talk about this, so I'll let him do that. I, I, I did, because he's so cute. <laughs> Joining joining the Overwatch uh, roster is the most adorable little thing. It is Hammond the Wrecking Ball. Name just Hammond. Real name name is uh, Wrecking Ball. Real name is Hammond. Uh, he is a mech pilot that is a hamster. So I actually have some interesting stuff to go in <laughs> on this real quick. Go uh, for it. Interestingly enough, Hammond was actually a pre-launch character design that they had that doesn't shock me um one of the uh one of the design artists for it while they were before the game launched uh was designing wrecking ball and they designed wrecking ball and then designed hammond inside of it 
Um, also, Hammond, it was really interesting because Hammond was really, there was a lot of speculation about who Hammond really was mm-hmm. because it was assumed that he was probably like a chimp or a macaw or some kind of monkey. He's a hamster. Rather than being a great <laughs> ape because he was part of the Horizon Lunar Colony. Yep. Um, and in fact, Blizzard like threw a lot of red herrings out about him uh, because in fact, during the, the initial teaser announcement, uh, had a monkey in a spacesuit as one of the pictures in the background so a lot of people were supposed guessing that it was hammond actually uh but they were assuming that hammond was a monkey hammond no hammond is a genetically engineered hamster he's so cute he's adorable let's let's talk about his what he does (laughs) um Uh, he is just like is a positional bruiser that uh disrupts lines he is a formidable tank hero um, he has a quad cannons, he does a roll, he has a grappling claw, he deploys a massive minefield of proximity mines, uh, he has an adaptive and has shield, and his, his, his ultimate is the pile driver, correct? Correct, yes. He slams into the ground below to damage and launch enemies in the air. It's great. I'm so excited to play with this good little guy. He's going great. He, this is, okay, so Hammond is just cause the hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hammond is just cause the hero. Um, so, yep. That covers about that. Uh, okay, my excitement level is back to normal. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so, more information. The last little bit, Destiny 2. The, uh, there's more information about Forsaken kind of trickling out, and they did just recently confirm all nine new supers that will be coming for the game. So I'm actually excited to get a new super. Yeah, looks interesting. I'm actually excited. Um, does anybody else have any other news that they wanted to talk about? I'm excited to never play Destiny again. I jumped I'm into Destiny a little bit it. last week, and it was fun. I, I, I it's, fun. It's something that I have to like get bits and pieces of. It's not something you know I need to be like doing constantly. Oh yeah, it's not something that I would like play as a main game, but I like being able to just jump in and just play it. Yeah, I I, I I'll jump in with with Nikki every so often. Uh, Nikolai, Russian swag, uh, Russian potato. Uh, I'll jump in with him every so often and just kind of play some Destiny. Russian potato. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that covers the news. Yep. Woo. And the first half of the show, uh, we're uh, we're doing pretty well, guys. So let's go ahead and jump into our main topic. Um, as we mentioned before, yeah, we're going to be doing some speculation. Um, and some corrections. <laughs> and some corrections. So first things first, we are going to be talking about what we got fucking wrong. Oh, yeah. Does anybody have the show notes for that episode pulled up? I had them and my Chrome crashed. Oh. <laughs> uh. Does anyone That's do you remember right. what the show number Fucking was? Chrome. Um, I don't think we really wrote down too much. I think it was kind of more freeform. We should have probably listened to that episode on like <laughs> 1.5 speed before we started this, just to kind of remember everything we said. I remember that I was very confident about Mage Pirate Queen Jaina. Uh, I think we were all very leading confident about Mage of, Pirate uh, Queen Jaina. Leading the nation of Kul Tiras in a, uh, uh, from her floating ruined city as a or floating ruined city, um, which was wrong, so wrong. Yeah, yeah. I still think that's an awesome fucking idea. I want to say metal as I want to say by I the way, to... it was episode. Uh-huh. It was episode fifty six. Warcraft Blood Diamonds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, that was a good one. That was a good episode. I like that title. I, I really like that title. It was Warcraft Blood Diamonds. <laughs> I want to say it was Warcraft Blood Diamonds. Um, <laughs> Terrible people. <laughs> I still think that that I still think that mm. Mage Pirate Queen Jaina standing at the bow 
of her ship, which is actually just the entire island nation of Kul Tiras floating through the air, would be a really fucking awesome Frank Frazetta poster yeah. for Boris Vallejo uh, on like a power metal uh, album cover, or like, or, or or just painted on the side of a van. It would be a great a panel mural. van. It'd be a great mural on a panel van, but oh, yeah. it was wrong. I was wrong, and I'm sad. You're rarely but wrong. It's okay. The the other thing that we were wrong about was how we lose our artifact weapons, which I remember vividly. Um, our theory and prediction here, which was we load up our weapons into the Vindicar and we slam it into the sort of this was your Targaryen. theory. Don't paint us with your fucking tar brush. This was your theory. Well, because they can't ride, you know, they always crash their vehicles, so we thought they'd crash it. You thought they would crash it, suicide bomb it into Sargeras. (laughs) You are the one who thought we were going to suicide bomb the Vindicar, which, mind (laughs) you, good fucking idea. (laughs) Decent idea, because, you know, I totally could have seen them just going like, okay, we need to power everything with the the Netherlight Forge. Throw your artifact in and we will crash this ship into Sargeras. Aloha snack bar. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my god. And then they ram it into the sword or something. Although the sword wasn't there yet, I don't think. I quit. I quit. Uh, this is my <laughs> notice. No, you're not even getting notice from me. This is my last show. Jesus. <laughs> oh, come on. You've said worse. Not while Valid we're on point. air. Not while we're on not air. Not on air. <laughs> um, um, so, so, yeah. 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 Uh, we were wrong, happen. super wrong about the end of Legion. There was uh, the a flying ship, FA. though. There was uh, a Vindicar flying is a fine ship. ship. We don't know what the fuck's going on with the Vindicar, though. Well, yeah, we don't know where the hell that's went. So, so the Exodar suddenly gives birth to the Vindicar, and then it disappears. It's just I still is... circling Argus. Ar- no, I, I assume Argus, it's going to still be like the... closed. Huh? Um, I don't think they were ever explicit about that. Well, we saw it close. We saw Argus disappear. I don't think it closed. I don't think it closed behind us. I'm going to rewatch that cinematic because I'm sure it closed. I know we like went to warp, went to hyperspace. No, no, no there was jumped back. There was no hyper. Like their weird warp thing. Yeah, yeah. There was like it jumped to hyperspace and then went back to Azeroth. Um, hold on. Um, but I think that. It's been, yeah, I mean, like, the end of the cinematic is basically just Illidan going, like, ah, I shall stay and be your jailer. Spoiler alert from, like, three months ago, by the way. Okay, so, yeah, it does close. The portal does close. Hmm. Okay, but remember, it's, like, a jumpy portal, so God only knows. No, it's it's not a jumpy portal. It's the one that Illidan made with, this, with, the, soul, with the, the black soul stone thingy. At the end of uh, Tomb of Sargeras. But he made it and he closed it. Okay. Uh, the, the, the red dot in the sky is the seat of the Pantheon, which is orbiting Azeroth. What, what is oh, going well, on with that sword now? Um, that's, that's kind of like part of the storyline that we're going to be getting. Like right now it's going to be focusing on Kul Tiras and Zandalar. And... Like the whole predication. So, spoiler alerts: if you haven't really like done too much about like ending your artifact quest line, or if you haven't followed any of the news that's coming out of BFA, mm. so there's your spoiler right. warning. 
Don't go there's ahead. your fair warning on that. If you want to not listen to that, I would say jump ahead about ten minutes. Jump ahead about five to ten minutes um, and see what's going on. Um, so the thing is, is that the whole predication of this is that you get the heart of Azeroth, which is this artifact that Magni helps you find. If I'm really correct, Magni helps yet, you but... find it's a gift from Azeroth herself. Yes, and it is basically you are. What was that, Kevin? We haven't gotten it yet. No, but we will. No, right? it's in the it's in okay. it's in the beta. It's it, this, this part of the quest line is live in the beta, and it is basically you gather this this piece of gear, and your mission is to basically go across the world and gather Azerite and empower the hearts so that you can help heal uh, Azeroth. Those are the blood diamonds. The yes, blood those di- are the blood the diamonds. Azerite is the blood diamonds. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that's part of like that's kind of like the whole overarching storyline for uh, BFA is you empowering the heart of Azeroth to help heal and awaken Azeroth herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stories in Zandalar and Kultiris are kind of secondary, but they're sort of like the that's the more realistic down to earth storyline. Yep. While. The Heart of Azeroth is the overarching, like, big sort of epic storyline for this expansion. Yes. Okay. And the artifact weapons, when we give them up at the end of Legion, which is available in-game currently, um, you draw out the dark energy from the sword that's in Silithus, Sargeras' mm-hmm. sword, and you draw them into all of the Az- all of the artifact weapons. That's why they're overcharged, and that's why their power is suddenly going to disappear eventually. Yep. So we're basically uh, holding bombs. Essentially, yes. Essentially, yeah. Hmm. We are pretty much holding bombs in our hands. There are six. There are thirty. <laughs> there are thirty-six time bombs all across Azeroth. And we're not going to suddenly run. <laughs> and the druid even. and the druid order hold. There's four in that one place. <laughs> All right, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I was going to um, say something, but I'm going to not. You're say so it. gross. <laughs> so yeah, this is it's, it's thirty. There's thirty six time bombs that exist. We know of what like the eleven classes there are. Twelve. Um, okay. Twelve classes. And yeah, LB is. Uh, LB does point out that, and that is correct. Um, you do start on the Vindicar as a light forged Draenei, and I thought that the Lightforge storyline takes place during Legion LB. No, any any of any of those stuff take place after any any of the um, Allied race storylines take place after the uh, Argus fight. Okay, I'll have to double check that one because I just I I made a Lightforge not too long ago and I went the storyline and yeah, okay. So what other predictions did we get wrong? Um, we, we, I, I want to say you, Kevin, said that Maghar were going to be alliance. That was me. Was that you? And it was one of you. That was me. Because there was a lot. That was me. There was a lot of speculation going around uh, before all of their emotes and their sillies and flirts came out. I disagreed that, with uh, all of that. <laughs> somebody drag Vish down into the channel, please. Oh, okay. She's late showing up today. She's not in the. She's not on the Discord. Yeah. I can't drag her. Yeah. So uh, we were wrong about a lot of things. Uh, 
we were actually wrong about quite a bit. And but yeah, the Maghar was me because there was a lot of speculation going around that the Maghar orcs might have been joining the alliance uh, until their sillies and their flirts came out, and which confirmed she that they were going to be horde. She should be able to join there. Um, so it was it was good speculation. I mean, I personally don't think that the horde that the Maghar would follow Sylvanas. I I don't think that in their nature they would follow Sylvanas, but that's just what happened. Um, hmm. I don't think the Maghar would have followed Sylvanas at all. Period. That's just me. I I, I just I think that Sylvanas is like antithetical to how the Maghar have lived their lives and what the Maghar have gone through in their lives. I don't even know what a Maghar is. Maghar are the brown orcs. Okay. They are the true orcs. Um, and I don't think, I, I seriously just don't think that they would follow Sylvanas, but fucking Blizzard proved me wrong. Hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess like the, 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 the conceit behind it is like, oh, clan ties and family ties. Uh, you oh, know, are stronger. In my lap. <laughs> uh, I think I, I think like the storyline they were going for is like clan ties and family ties. You know, are stronger than anything else. But I I I, I mean, they spent all that time fighting Garrosh, and then they spent uh, they spent that time fighting Garrosh, and they spent that time you know rejecting the green orcs, the fell touched orcs, and then all of a sudden they are following Azeroth Hitler. Okay. I, I yeah, I just I, I I don't I don't agree with it at all, and I still think that that would have been an appropriate. I still think that would have been an appropriate uh, place for them to go. Uh, the alliance. I still think that would have worked better. Sorry, the cat decided to want attention. <laughs> okay, so um, that's fine. Wh um, what did so, we say the lore behind the Zandalari trolls was? Uh, I think we got most of that right. Well, the thing is, most of the Zandalari trolls was correct. Was 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 public information at that time, anyways. Okay. Like just just in terms of like the Zandalari, um, we didn't know about the blood trolls and the 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 fights with the, the fact that they're apparently fighting off old god influence and things like that. We weren't aware of that. But <clears throat> yeah. Um, we were not aware of all that. That 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 was kind of information that we sort of like dug out of the alpha and the beta. Um, so, I mean, they they announced they 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 mentioned the blood trolls last year. Or so during BlizzCon during the announcement stuff for this. So okay. Um, but yeah, so I I think the troll stuff. I think we were fairly correct on. But there was a lot. Of, there's been a lot of curveballs that have kind of come out on the trolls that we weren't sure about. Kultiris, um, we were I, a bit we, far off on. Oh yeah, we were so <laughs> far off on Kultiris. Well, we assumed that Kultiris had been struck much more significantly by the cataclysm than it was. Yeah, by the sundering. Sorry, we assumed it had been. Uh, oh my the God, God, sorry. Is it the sundering or the shattering? No, the shattering was the original well of eternity. The sundering is the cataclysm. Well, they must have been hit pretty bad because we couldn't find them until now. Well, the thing is, you have to also understand that Kaltiris has been a isolated nation since uh, Warcraft Three, well, before Warcraft Three, Warcraft Two, ish. Um, you remember uh, the 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 seven nations of the Eastern Kingdoms, the seven uh, the the seven alliance 
allied nations of the uh, of the kingdom. Uh, two of them fucked off. That was Gilneas and Colteris. And they just fucked off. They were like, fuck you guys. We're good. We can do this alone. Whatever. Um, eventually. Um, after Dalen Proudmore was killed at the end of Warcraft 3, um, Colteris kind of retreated in on itself. And because, you know, he was their 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 ruler. Um, and he was killed by his own daughter in, you know, Kalimdor. Um, and so they kind of pulled in and retreated on themselves. And we just assumed that they had been significantly damaged during the cataclysm because they were nowhere to be seen. Well, it turns mm. out they're pretty fine. Oh, yeah, they're fine. Ish. They're fine ish. They've just been biding their time. Mm. Um, so we were we were wrong about Coltiris. I wish we were right because again, Frank Frazetta or um oh god, who's the other one? Boris Vallejo. I, I would love Frank Frazetta or Boris Vallejo paintings um <laughs> of like Jaina standing on top of floating island fortress Coltiris. I mean, the only thing I care about is being able to get a pirate transmog for my gnome. But you can get You already can. There are multiples. There's plenty of them. The black hat of Burgi Blackheart from uh Cataclysm. Um, you can get the Buccaneer Buccaneers. You need the Blood Sail Buccaneer set. Um, and there's a couple of others. Uh Mr. Smite's uh compass, brass compass. Mm-hmm. Um and you can also get uh, a couple of other things. Uh, there's the Pirate Day set that you can get during Pirate Day. Hmm. And Virgin Blackheart actually turns you into a gnome pirate. Hmm. Okay. So what, what do we think the storyline is going to be throughout Battle for Azeroth? I know there's going to be a lot of fighting against the Horde. But, I don't um, think that the Horde and Alliance fight is going to last longer than 8.1. Yeah, I think we've got bigger fish to fry. I think that Sylvanas will continue the fight. Yep, I think Sylvanas will continue the fight. I think the other leaders, other than Anduin, will continue the fight. I think Anduin will realize bigger fish to fry. Mm. I think, I think, I think, I, I think that it, and I agree with Vish here, but um, that I think that your your estimation is a little early. I think we might see something more closer to like eight point two, somewhere deep into the expansion. Uh, I'll, I'll where, test that. Yeah, it was probably about where, where the shift happens. It's, I think I think the first half of the expansion is going to be the 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 mortal fight. I don't think it's going to yeah. be a. I don't think it's going to. It's it's called battle for Azeroth, but I don't think yeah. the battle for Azeroth is the Horde versus Alliance. I think. Well, actually, I think. Yeah, I think. I don't think it's the Horde versus the Alliance specifically. I think that's an allusion to it, um, and I think it's kind of a red herring. And I think the battle for Azeroth is more going to be about who controls Azeroth herself. Yep. Yeah. The battle for Azeroth's life. The battle for the... I think it's going to be... I think it's more tied as the battle for the world soul. Yeah. I think that's more along the lines of what it is. I think that's and a very interesting twist I insane. haven't thought of. Give me a second. You'll keep uh, talking. Um, I think that... Um, I think that what we're going to see definitely is... Um, I think definitely what's going to be happening is that I think Sylvanas is going to try to corrupt the world soul. So you think that maybe Sylvanas will be killed this expansion? There's a possibility. I also think that uh, she could be purified and made to stand trial. I think that was actually one of the. I think that's one of the the predictions we had last time. I think that she might be purified of the undead blight and uh, and uh, made to stand trial. 
Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I think Sylvanas is probably one of those heroes that we were talking about earlier that's from the RTS games that they're thinking about trying to kill off. I've given the cat a box. He'll be happy. I think, I think definitely, I, 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 this is my fucking prediction. I still think that somehow Sylvanas is going to end up purified of the undead plague. I think she's going to be captured and I think she's going to be put on trial. I think this is going to be war crimes all over again. I hope hmm. not. But they've already done that. No, she's never been purified and captured. Oh, purified, no. But she's been put on trial before. Not really. Didn't you just she's say never actually answered for her? She's never actually answered for her crimes ever. Hmm. Even even the Wrathgate event that wasn't her though. I mean, bullshit. Yes, she, she, she 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 was she. the one who directed the Royal Apothecary Society. Her and Veramothras together directed. Yes, Wings of Liberty, LB. It is basically the storyline for Wings of Liberty. That is my guess. And don't get me wrong. Um, she's the one that said, "Make the plague. We'll need it." Yeah. But she didn't release it. That's what a coup was. Okay, Bucky. Okay, right now, spoiler alert again. <laughs> jump ahead two fucking minutes. Okay, <laughs> so from the fifty-seven minute mark, jump up to the one hour mark. Okay, she straight up launches the fucking plague during the battle for Lordaeron. She commands oh, yeah. the plague to be released at that point. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. She specifically told, had the Royal Apothecary Society continue working on the plague after Veramothras and Putris betrayed her during the Wrathgate event. And I'm the siege not of Undercity. saying she's not done it now, but she didn't do it at the Wrathgate. If you think she wasn't, sub- if that wasn't some sort of tangential plan she had at the Wrathgate, I, I, I think you're a fucking fool. She lost the Undercity. She lost the battle for the Undercity, yes, but she kept her fucking town. After Garrosh was deposed, guess what? It's back to business as fucking usable for her. Mm -hmm. All right. She is a... She is a sneaky, sneaky fucking rogue, okay? I love her. All right. I want to see her brought up for her crimes, because I think she's going to break. I think she's finally going to fucking snap. Did you, she is already snapped at the Battle of Lordaeron. She kills her own troops indiscriminately. Did you read the, two sister, the Three Sisters? No, I didn't actually read The Three Sisters. Very good. Read The Three Sisters. It's very, 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 very good. Um, she is going to snap. She is finally fucking snapped. She is going to go full very Mecha Hitler on the world. So then aren't they still going like isn't the alliance still going to be fighting her then to like protect us? Yes, they're going to have to. They have no choice. They have to fight Sylvanas and her expansionist uh and her expansionist ideals. They have to fight her. There's no choice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So do you think this is, this is going to like separate the horde into two factions like the Again, Sylvanas versus fucking war? I don't think that's what's going to happen. You know why? 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 I think she's going to get betrayed by the horde. That's I think the horde is just going to. I don't think it's going to be a horde civil war this time. I think that she doesn't have enough support. The undead are a small proportion of the horde. Mm. I don't think she's got enough support for it to be an outright civil war. I'm going to. She's going to have to like blight bomb. She's going to have to like blight bomb Orgrimmar. So I'm going to disagree that the undead are the smallest part of the horde. 
Because the un- they're not the smallest. They have- they're not the smallest, but they are not. They're not the largest. Uh, mm, again, disagree. Since you need to remember that Sylvanas has those Valkyr that are constantly raising corpses and bringing more people in. She has the largest naval military out of, out of anyone in the Horde. She has the when an orc dies, that's it. The orc's dead. How many people do you think they lost during Wrath? How many people do you think they lost during the Cataclysm? How many th- people do you think they lost during Pandaria? They have, and, a, sh- and they, they have a they have a commensurately shorter lifespan. Thus, they breed faster. Mm. Now, <laughs> if you wanted to talk to me about Torrens, yes, Torrens, Torrens dies. The Torrens fucking dead. And they are long-lived, large creatures. They probably don't breed that often. Same right. with blood elves. Orcs blood elves are like fucking rabbits. Blood elves were practically nothing when they joined the when they joined the horde. They still are. It's, it's a small proportion of the. They, yes, by far the blood elves are the smallest population within the horde. All right. So, uh, but blood elves and uh, n- um, 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 nightwell elves, nightborn. Nightborn. Blood Elves and Nightborn, I think, are going to be the smallest populations. I think even goblins, you could say, might be the smallest as well. No, goblins, again, breed like rabbits. That's specifically, that's something that they that like they talk <laughs> about. No they idea. breed like rabbits. How did we go to predictions to breeding habits of horde uh, <laughs> races? Because it's, like, it's actually really a good conversation. Actually a good conversation. <laughs> because it kind, of, it kind of goes towards like population levels and things like that. It's just like the Alliance. I mean, the Draenei... And the dwarves are both very long-lived creatures. The night elves, the elves. are long-lived creatures. They don't breed they don't very, very quickly. Very much. So you, you're stuck with basically the gnomes and the humans trying to make sure that their population levels stay up. And both of them are... Uh, gnomes just die because gnomes blow themselves up. So no, gnomes and goblins fuck like rabbits. Okay. Yep, uh, Vish also mentions the Void Elves for the Alliance, and the, again, that's p- by far, I think the Void Elves and the Draenei are probably the smallest populations of the Alliance. By far. Void Elves especially. I think the Void Elves especially are probably literally the smallest population within the Alliance. So, well, so if it's not going to be a full-out civil war, I do kind of agree with Gavril that there will need to be some kind of a coup if Sylvanas decides that she's going to take control of the world stone or whatever the world, world soul. this is diablo 2 diablo 2 oh. world soul world soul yeah um and, and vish does bring up a good point is that you know they're already there already is a coup attempt going on within the undead not all the undead yeah ascribe to sylvanas not all the undead be- follow Why her not? blindly not all the undead want to live for eternity why is that? What is I, I mean, I'm not no, unaware you've, of you've that. You've not you've not read um, you've not read the new book. No. Read the book. What book is that? Well, uh, it's uh, before the storm. Before, the, before storm. the storm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, long story short, Sylvanas is not as popular as she makes herself out to be. Hmm. Okay. Um, she is. Her people and other people realize that she is a despot. Hmm. So this is pretty um, much like because it's in the book, it's pretty much a thing that sh- she's not popular, and there's going to be something against well, it's not her. That she's not popular. She's popular. She's just not she's as, just popular as popular as as you would think. She doesn't share. She doesn't have like that sort of almost universal love 
that uh, Thrall and Vol'jin both had amongst the people of the Horde. Uh, Vol'jin was respected, and Thrall was Thrall was sort of like a god. Okay, like he he was the savior of his people and the other peoples of the of the Horde. Um, Vol'jin was a respected, trusted voice from the past. All right. So I think that yeah. So who Sorry, is the horde going to right follow? Now. Who's going to rise up and take over the horde? Um, I would like to see Varok Sarfang, or I would like to see possibly somebody like Itrig. I, I would. I, I think Sarfang would be a great leader of the horde. Um, I don't. This guy sound really racist. I don't want to see another orc as a leader. Hmm. Because they've been leaders already. No, because oh no, fuck it! I know who's gonna lead the fucking horde. I want to see Lorthron, Lorthamar Theron. I want to see him as the leader because I think he would be amazing. Who is he, and why do you think that? He's he the is blood the leader. regent general. The regent general. He's the regent general of blood. Uh, God damn it! Go ahead, Chris. Lorthamar Lorth Lorthamar Theron is the regent general of Silvermoon and the de facto leader of Quelth the Blood Quelth. Elves of Quelth of Quelth the Last. Yeah, sorry. He. He's, he's a, he was a ranger like Sylvanas. Uh, he wasn't as good as her. He was second in command. Yeah, I believe he was the second in command until she passed away, and then he became the he became the ranger general. The ranger general. Yeah. Well, the ranger general. He becomes the ranger general, and then he's the highest ranking office uh, official within uh, within Quel'Thalas, and becomes Vigil. Uh, um, I've lost my train of thought. I mean, to me, that would make sense because it's like one hunter no, she, taking over another hunter. Sorry, Vish, she literally dies and Arthas rips her soul out of her body and she becomes a banshee. She literally dies. No, she didn't get to pass on. She, she got to die. She didn't get to pass on. Yeah, she still existed. She, she, she died. She demanded a clean death. The death she is in is not a clean death. It is undeath. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> One-sided conversations. Um, but, yes, so you were saying... Chris, I forgot what I was saying. Um, you were talking about Lorthamar oh. and being the ranger general and leader after Sylvanas uh, was uh, converted into the undead. Yes. Uh, and when uh, Kael'thas took the blood elves off to the uh off to Outland. Fucked off with his Cinderai. Fucked off with the Cinderai, he took over as the highest ranking official. And oh, since in then the as of... leader of the Regent Council. Yeah. As leader okay. of the Regent Council. And since then he's just essentially he is what a leader should be. He's keeping his people alive. He's making alliances where he needs to make. He was gonna move he was gonna Take the blood elves out rejoin of the, the horde and alliance. rejoin the goddamn alliance. If it wasn't for Jaina, goddamn Jaina. If hmm. it wasn't for Jaina, blood elves would be alliance right now. Yep, Jaina straight up booked that shit up. He knows where where to make uh, alliances. He knows where to break alliances. He is a leader. He's what the horde yep. needs, and that just sounded like a full on <laughs> <laughs> campaign slogan. <laughs> I he, he but out of all of the current leaders, Bane 
himself views himself as too young because he has to lead. He's, he's he's a new he leader. He, he's well, he's been at it for a little while now, but still, it's been a few years. Only, it's kind of eight years. Yeah, it, it hasn't been that long. Bane was still a young man when he became when 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 Karen died. Um, Bane is still kind of coming into his own as the leader of the Horde. Uh, a leader of the Torrent, I think that Bane and Lorthamar are the two candidates for leading the Horde when Sylvanas finally Tell falls. me more about this Bane fellow. Bane Bloodhoof? Bane Bloodhoof. Um, Bane Bloodhoof is the son of Karen Bloodhoof. Uh, he is the uh, is the chieftain of the... Oh god, I don't remember what the original tribe... Uh, Thunder... Thunder Bluff Torrent? Thunder Thunderhoof? Thunder Totem something. He is the leader of the Tauren. Um He's the leader of the Mulgore Tauren. Mulgore Tauren, yeah. Um, which are the original band of Tauren that joined the Horde when uh, Thrall landed in the Barrens. Uh, he helped them fight off the uh, Maghar Centaurs. Not Maghar Centaurs. Uh, Bane, yes, Bane broke the bat. Uh, thank you, LB. Um, he helped fight off Magrum. I don't know if this is Magrum. It's the Centaurs. He helped fight off the Centaurs, which are the uh, Torin's ancient enemy. Uh, and earned the respect and trust of Cairn, Cairn. who pledged his... Huh? R.I.P. Cairn? Ah, yeah, R.I.P. Cairn. Pour one out for him. Um, who earned the respect of Cairn, and Cairn pledged the Torin to the uh, Horde. Um... Karen died in a one-on-one -on -one duel with Garrosh, uh, who Garrosh did not intend to kill him, but uh, Magatha Grim Totem uh, and the Twilight's Hammer Cult uh, poisoned Garrosh's blade in secret. Um, somebody grab Shaper. Mm -hmm. um, uh, poisoned Garrosh's blade uh, in secret uh, before the fight, and with a just a bare cut on. Uh, Bane on uh, Cairn, uh, he died. Uh, he was killed. He was poisoned. Uh, Bane ascended to the leadership of the Thunderbluff Bluff, uh, Thunder Bluff uh, Torn and has been leading them ever since. He actually has a very close relationship with Anduin Wren. Um, hmm. They have been, he actually wielded uh, Fearbreaker, which is a old dwarven hammer. Or a why I think it was an old dwarven weapon that was given to Anduin. Uh by I think it was Muradin give it to him. Uh, uh, I, can't off the top of my head. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh Anduin wielded the hammer, and during a point in time when Anduin had been kidnapped by the horde, he gave it as in as a uh this is a message, and he gave it to if I'm remembering my, my lore correctly, he gives it to Bane for safekeeping and like, hey, this is this. They, people will know what this is when you have this. Um, and after he was freed, Bane still had Fearbreaker for a while and then gave it back during war crimes, I think. I think it was during war crimes. Long story short, he and Anduin have a very close, have a, have a very good relationship, uh, all things considered, for Horde and Alliance leaders. That might be a reason. That he becomes the new horde leader. I doubt it. I think that I think that parts of the horde is going to view him, or will view him as too close to the alliance. No, I would agree with that. I think I think Lorthamar. I don't. The thing is that the 
the undead and the elves are closer than are close to each other, just like the goblins, orcs, and Torn are close to each other. And I don't think that that's going to significantly change. I, I, I don't think that the majority of the horde would vote for. Um, um, no, actually, uh, and Shaper brings up something that, that would depend on Savannah's making it known that they were close. Actually, it's well known. It's well documented within in game. Uh, it, it is something that's well documented that uh, Bane Bloodhoof and Anduin Ren are quite close. Um, all things considered, they are quite close comparatively. <clears throat> um, in fact, they have the warmest, most cordial relationship of all faction leaders. Uh, faction yeah. leaders. Savannah is not happy about that at all. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so I, I, I doubt it will be Bane Bloodhoof. I, I severely doubt it will be Bane Bloodhoof. Um, my guess is Lorthamar Theron. God, um, could you imagine Trade Prince Gallywix? Oh God, as the Lord leader. Oh no! Like <laughs> the entire planet would just be like mined out within a week. Oh, he did get a new model. I remember. <laughs> I love his new model because it actually fits with what the. Uh, what the description was. of him is the, the description yeah. and the loading screen for uh, Kalimdor. So, yep, uh, it was also his card in Hearthstone. To mm-hmm. to recap the prediction, we're saying that Sylvanas is going to tr- attempt to steal the world soul, or corrupt it, or something. You can't steal a world soul, honey. She's gonna try to fuck it up somehow. And then, yeah, she's going to yeah. try to corrupt it. I guarantee you she's going to try to corrupt the world soul in some manner. And the Probably. horde is going to have a coup, and this um, this guy who name I can't pronounce... Lorthamar Theron. He's going to become think, the leader okay, of the horde. So I originally said Sverok Sarfang would be the appropriate leader. Chris disagreed with that because um, he doesn't want to see another orc, uh, which I, I agree that they might do. I agree that might be a, a reasonable expectation for them to take. Um... Also, Sarfang is too old and broken. Yep, Sarfang's old. And his name's stupid. When... when Whoa. When... Um, you want to fight, Kevin? Sarfang I will fight you at BlizzCon. <laughs> Sarfang, I can't hear you over cleaving for miles, assholes. I can't hear you over cleaving an entire 80-man alliance double raid. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, because that's li- okay. So, little little reference for that, Kevin. Uh, Sarfang used to have a basically just a spammable cleave, and you had to fight through Sarfang to get your way to Thrall. Yep. Uh, to do the old killing the opposing leaders, uh, PvP achievement. War run. Yeah. Um. So you had to go through Sarfang first, and if you weren't pulling Sarfang correctly, you were pretty much wiping everybody because he was just chain cleaving the entire <laughs> raid to death. Interesting. Um, Sarfang, yeah, but yes, yeah, Sarfang. If I had my choice, I would love to see Sarfang, but I think that with Dranosh dying during the assault on Ice Crown Citadel, mm-hmm. and I think him being captured and everything else that's gone on. With Sarfang over the past decade, I don't think Sarfang will be leader. Now, here's the thing. With what's happened in beta, specifically during mm-hmm. the Horde uh, introduction scenario to Zandalar, mm-hmm. I think it is more than likely that he will be the new faction leader. I don't like it, but I think it will be. Who, Sarfang? Sarfang. 
I'm going to have to actually do the Horde side. I haven't done the Horde side on BFA, so. Um, if you do the Horde... I don't, just, I'm not going to spoil it. If you do the opening scenario for Horde for Zandalar, you will understand why I'm saying that. Okay. I still want to see Lorth of our goddamn Theron. I'd love to see I the fucking see, Blood Elves do something for once in their life. Being, I want to see the Blood Elves being just awesome, because I love Elves, and the Blood Elves are my bitches, and I love them, and I want to see the Blood Elves being badass. So they're going to perform a coup on Sylvanas and take over the Horde. Oh, that shit's going to happen, period, at some point. Sadly, the, the Sylvanas yes. is going to be overthrown. So, Okay, that is not even a prediction. I'm just telling you straight up, Sylvanas will be overthrown during the course of this expansion. Okay. Flat out. Hmm. Um, what a, and it's not going to be with a bang, it's going to be with a whip. So what's going to happen on the Alliance side? Alliance side? Um, Anduin's going to be Anduin, more badass. He, going to be a badass. He's going to be leading his troops into battle. He's going to be a frontline leader. And then something is going to happen. And he is going to realize that there's a greater picture. Um, Chris, what are your, what, what's the over-under on Raytheon appearing? Uh, officially? Or what's your over what's under? My over under? I want to see Rathion. I would. I would love to see Rathion again. I would love to see a dynamic between Ra- uh, Rathion and Anduin, considering how close they became in Mists of Pandaria and how Rathion kind of threw that away uh, during War Crimes. I would love to see the fallout of that because we've never seen that story arc resolved. I would love yep. to see that uh, resolved. The- the betrayal he's he, yeah that that, because, that Anduin because, would feel over what Rathion because has Anduin, done. Anduin got very close to Rathion. He they, Anduin considered Rathion a friend, uh, not very uh, not close a friend, friend. That he could trust, but a friend, which was something that Anduin was in very deep need of during the events of Mist of Pandaria. Very deep need of uh, in Mist of Pandaria because uh, that's what Mist was when Anduin really started to shine and become his own. Mm-hmm. Mist was when Anduin started to just become. The, not only, An actualized character. Yeah, not not only was he becoming a bit of a diplomat, but he was becoming his his own character. He wasn't just becoming another Varian, which is what I really like about uh, the the difference between Anduin and Varian. They're they are they understand the bigger picture. Or at least Varian did after Mess of Pandaria, but Anduin has that more diplomatic side, whereas Varian's more of just a warrior. I like seeing. I like mm. that comparison, but that those differences between the two, and I think we're going to see a bigger extension of that for Anduin, and I think I, seeing that Rathion encounter would be great for that. So, long story short, I think that he's going to be deep in the fight. He's going to have a realization, and then he goes and starts working on the uh, world solution yeah. to counter Sylvanas. So, I, I kind of like the comment that Vish had about you know them making a big deal that he doesn't have an heir and that we need to pick a number two for the alliance there needs to be like a second in command or Gen someone Greymane. who's going to be old person doesn't matter again again Greymane is the most even though he's the most unstable no. of the alliance leaders again Greymane is the only person with the tactical knowledge to actually fight a war no, no, I, with the horde i think that's just talking about as successor as a i i know like successor as a child as a throne, yes. yeah to the throne. I know. I think Gen Gen makes perfect choice militaristically. I think. How old is Tess? Tess Greymane is. She's about Anduin's age, a little bit older. A little bit older. If Anduin falls in battle, I think Tess would be the perfect successor. 
But uh, all, but we're also talking about like the the lineage of Stormwind itself. There is no lineage of Stormwind currently, which that's the problem. The problem. I think that's kind. Of, I think that might be like what what Vicious yeah. more talking about there. I don't know if that's Probably. right. I don't. I don't want to see Anduin just be married off to someone. I want to see Anduin have an actual love story. I think that would be great. Anduin and Tess. Yeah, she's talking about specifically about vision. That's actually we talked, we talked about, about Anduin this. and Tess. At one point. We talked about that. Talked this about this during the tinfoil hat episode. Anduin and talked about Anduin this. and Tess Greymane. He is Anduin is in his early twenties. Tess is like in her late twenties. But yes, they don't particularly they don't, like each other. They're not fond. They're they're so not they're not friends. They're not fond of each other in the slightest. <laughs> Would they produce a human that's like? One part wolf and two parts human. Tess hasn't. Tess hasn't. Tess is not. Tess, isn't Tess is not a. She's not a worgen. Oh. Uh, and for, to clarify that, if a worg, if two worgens have have a child, it's a human because the worgen the curse doesn't pass curse, on. It doesn't pass on through blood. Okay. Yeah. So that's hmm. already been clarified. Interesting. Yeah. So um, Tess and Anduin are going to hook up, and then they're going to have a kid, and no, then that's no. going to be the we new person. I don't think it's going to no? happen. I don't think that's. I don't think is he going to hook up with no. Jaina? His aunt? No. Oh. The what? When he views as family? Let's be no, honest. Regardless of family, she's also or not, she's Auntie Jaina. She also has like twenty years on. Yeah, him. that too. So. Hmm. I mean, it's an interesting uh, concept that he actually, you know, falls in love with and someone and has an actual child Vish, versus just someone taking over. Vish, Vish again. Vish mentions it again. Kalia has fucked off. We have no idea we where Kalia is at this point. Is, but uh, she has a life, right? Also, I'm pretty th- certain that she is alive. I think Kalia is still alive. I didn't play out the entire priest storyline in Legion. No, but okay, Cal- so she's Kalia alive. is a priest follower in Legion. Yeah, uh, Kalia Minethal, who is the, the the younger sister of Arthas Minethal, uh, the last of the Minethal line. Yep. I will read the she fucking was book in at the some book. point. Okay, bitch, so she's okay? in the book. I've not got to that part yet. Oh my god. I will read the fucking book list. at some point. Shape, Vish, shut up. We will We're read the, He is reading the book. I will read the book at some We're point. Sharing out cr- okay. I'm <laughs> being mean. Um, I can't believe they're your no, um, shaming Gavril on our show right now. I haven't read the book. I haven't read the book, so. They have more information than We're I do. Re- on I'm, this part. I'm currently reading it. I just haven't had time this week. I've been working like nonstop. So okay. So long story yeah. short, Rap, go ahead. Um, I think that we'll see more storyline erupt from the alliance side. I think that Sylvanas is going to get deposed. I think that I don't think they're going to deal with Anduin and an heir to Anduin anytime soon. I think that may be something that happens possibly later in the expansion or possibly in our next expansion. Um, the appropriate candidates are uh, to keep it in royal blood, Kalia Menethil, Tess Greymane, and... Um, That's it. Moira Bronzebeard? Uh, hu- Moira Therusian? Are sorry. we going... Hu- I assume you want to be human royal blood, though, right? I don't think I don't it has know. to be human. If we're going for a blood elf know. on the horde side, then it could be another race on the humans or I on agree the with Fish. I hope he marries a commoner out of love. I want to see that. Uh, that would I be so boring. Uh, he he literally cannot do that. He literally He's cannot. He's the king of Stormwind. He can change the laws. No, he has to maintain he has to maintain reasonableness. Like it's it, this is this is just it's ha- it's expected. This is what happens. And do you think he's really going to throw his people into chaos? 
during the middle of a war. I'm not saying he's going to do possible it during destruction the war. of their own planet. He's 20. He's 21. He's he's got time. This isn't Cinderella, guys. You know, you just can't like marry. Somebody. Don't just marry a commoner exactly. because you can't. You have to maintain the bloodline. Mm-hmm. I agree with Gavril. Um, but yes, no, I, 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 I've, I've mentioned it before uh, as just sort of like a throwaway. But and I just mentioned it again. Moira Bronzebeard, and then in fact, the channel is talking about it right now. The, 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 the watchers are talking about that right now. Is Moira Bronzebeard? Uh, it's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I I think I think it would I think it would work actually because uh, honestly frankly we know elves and humans can interbreed. Eratoras example of no, that. No, no, we know that I they can interbreed. I don't think we've ever seen a. I don't think we've dwarf seen coming. it, but I don't think it would be like I don't think it would be a problem. Um, priest on priest and action, also, nasty. <laughs> um, we also we also know that I mean, like the elf thing. Doesn't make any sense because they don't share any sort of common ancestry. Elby brings up Humans a good point. Are, what? what if Anduin isn't into taco? What if he likes? What if he likes sausage? Oh my god! Um, I'll quit the game, bro. <laughs> it's not America enough. <laughs> it's not America enough for me. <laughs> hashtag not Anduin's my game. Gotta be digging all them, digging them clams. Hash, you know what I'm hashtag saying? So- hashtag sausage or taco. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if Anduin does get married and have a kid, that isn't going to help if he dies in battle. So there needs to be a second in command. And I like the Magni bronze beard Mag- prediction. It will be Magni. Mag- no, Mer- Moira. Moira. Who's that? Moira. His daughter. Okay. He's actually, he is, talking daughter? About, he is talking about the actual three. You're talking about the leader of the three hammers, of the bronze beard dwarves, correct? Or are you talking about? His niece. I'm talking about the leader. Okay, so you're talking about Muradin? No. Mur- Magni? Murdin. No, Muradin. Muradin Bronzebeard. You're talking about Muradin. I didn't know Muradin's still around. I just oh, hear Magni all the time. Magni, nowadays, is the popular one because Magni's made out of fucking... Diamond. Diamond, and he speaks for the planet. Muradin is his brother, and also they are the brother of Brand's Bronzebeard, uh, Bronzebeard, uh, Murderden currently rules the uh, Bronzebeard clan on the Council of Three Hammers. Yeah. Uh, Murderden is also the one who we found in uh, Northrend living with a bunch of backwards ass hillbilly frost dwarves. <laughs> Not even kidding. I swear Not it even sounds kidding. made up. I'm not. He he fucking got amnesia and became the ruler of the Frost Dwarves in Northrend. I don't think it's going to be him. It has to be someone who's more like in, you know, was in Legion and he would be the person who takes over if Anduin. What about Velen? No, Velen is Velen is just kind of fucking off at this point. Like he's lost. His son is dead. We're done with the space. He, he literally helped slay, slay his son. He is broken. No. He he's just he's he's absolutely fucking broken. That was another prediction I had, and that I was wrong about. That Velen would embrace the shadow. Mm, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> predicted that. Yeah. Yep. No one wants Velen. I think it's still a possibility in the future. Okay, we're done but, with the space codes. Um, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. If, if it has to be, what about? Uh, Yorel comes in from alternate trainer. <laughs> Taranda. Um, no, 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 not not Taranda. What about uh, oh, what's his name? Taralian. 
I don't think people uh, no, trust Turalyon him. is still fuck off inside the Vendicar leading the Lightforge. Yeah, I think because he like went away for a while and he was on that like space planet, people don't trust him. No, no, like, it's not that anyone doesn't trust him. It's like we also don't know if he's like fucking immortal or not. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Hem, Hem and Hem and uh, Illyria have been going Illyria. for technically, and they're as far as they're concerned, thousands of years. Yeah, it's too much of a wild card. We don't know what the fuck's going on with those two. <laughs> they have light children. I think Illyria could actually be a good second in command for the alliance. I would agree with that. But that would be another one runner in charge, and my worry is that all three one runners are batshit crazy. They are. Ooh. Yeah, it's like I don't know what it I, is. I was when they saying Illyria was coming back. I prayed. Okay, maybe she's going to be the sane one. Nope. <laughs> I mean, the interesting thought is if we're going to have some wind one runner on wind runner action, there will be a fight between the wind runner sisters. I guarantee you, at some point, I guarantee you, Illyria. No, uh, wait, it's Illyria. Illyria, Verisa, Sylvanas, Sylvanas. I guarantee you, you're going to see Sylvanas or Verisa, uh, uh, Illyria or Verisa going after Sylvanas, like leading a charge on her at some point. Especially yeah, the, the, what? What vision? The what, three, the what, three what, met up what? and the three sisters, but we're talking about after yes, that. I, I, we're talking about after we're talking that. about a post point to. We're that. talking about during yeah. battle for Azeroth. So that to yes. me uh, makes the, the most sense. If if Sylvanas is going to be the one who is like you know doing bad shit on the Horde side, and she's going to be the one trying to take the world soul or, or corrupt it then her sister has to rise up and destroy her. That would be a compelling story. No, I think, uh, actually, you know what I think? I think she kidnaps Varisa and the twins. And does what she was going to do during war crimes? And she tries to do what she's going to do, and it, it, Illyria has to go after her. I think that's part, part of what's going to happen. Why, for the last two expansions, have we been saving Windrunner sisters? What do you mean, saving them? I mean... Not doing a lot the Hunter Artifact campaign for the Marksman weapon, you go to try and save Illyria. Two expansions in a row, we're saving one our sisters. <laughs> <laughs> or one magically appears out of thin air? No, that was the one we were trying to save. Oh. Hmm. Um, are you talking about Verisa? No, Illyria. We tried to save Illyria. No, Shaper. Uh, I don't oh. even know no, who she is. Does she work at Starbucks? Illyria. Uh, are we talking about Verista? Shaper, are you talking about Verisa Windrunner or... Valyria Sanguinar. Verisa Windrunner or Valyria Sanguinar. The names are very similar for the first names. The Void one, that's Illyria. Verisa, yeah, Verisa's husband is dead. Verisa's husband, Verisa's husband well is Ronan. He, he sacrificed himself to save Jaina's life during the Mana Bomb incident during uh, um, 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 fucking... But yeah, and I, in the Three Sisters there are hints that Illyria is going to break up with uh, Turalyon. Illyria isn't going to be it because no one would trust a shadow or a void elf as their leader. Why would she's out? Hey, he? no. Yeah. Um, long story short, craziness, lots of weird shits going on, and um, my cat's yeah, being a dick. I straight up think that Illyria is going to have to uh, assault. Sylvanas, because I'm pretty certain Sylvanas is going to try to kidnap Varisa yeah. and the twins. I also want to see how old the twins are at this point, because they were born during Wrath. Yep. So they should be, what, coming up to 10? 13, 13, 14, 10? Yeah, I'd say, say between 10 and 12. So I think I think the um, answer is that we don't have a clear successor to Anduin if Anduin dies in battle or gets hurt in battle. He'll at least get hurt. 
for Stormwind, for the Kingdom, yeah, the kingdom of Stormwind. Stormwind. For the Alliance, who would you say would run It'll for be the Gin Alliance? Gin? Yep, I would agree with that. It'll be Gin. It'll be Gin Greymane takes over for the Alliance. If Anduin were to fall in battle. I severely doubt Anduin's going to fall in battle because they've been basically hyping him up as White Jesus. <laughs> He's going to at least get hurt in the expansion, and like Gen's going to have to take over for a while. That's what I think is going to happen. No, no, I don't think I don't they're going to so. hurt Anduin because they've been building him up too much. Hmm. I, eh, it's going to be a long expansion, so I'm I'm thinking something's going to happen. Story wise, it's going to be a very interesting expansion. Definitely, story wise, it's going to be a very compelling expansion. I mean, I honestly thought it was just going to be Horde fighting Alliance the whole time, and there was going to be no story at all. But it sounds like there's going to be a lot of story. With oh no, with all the whisperings of the old gods and Nazoth and just from the very end of um, the Nightmare Raid. Oh yeah! Just from the very end of that, that that little spark of shadow inside that cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like oh, and, and, and Ilganoth. We still haven't gotten answers to all of fucking Ilganoth's oh, no, we've got we've got like no answers to a lot of those. So yeah, fuck y'all. It's gonna be some Plus, shit. You know the whole what happens when you wake up from a nightmare. What happens when a nightmare ends? You wake up. Yeah. So, so who was making that nightmare? Nizoth, he's awake now. <laughs> Definitely write in if you guys feel like you know who is going to take over for Anduin if he gets hurt. He is like stuck on this. He he's is really shit stuck, stuck on, on he this. Doesn't, do you not like Anduin? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because like if there's going to be I, changes on the Horde side and they're going to nope. change leadership, there has to be a change in leadership nope. on... Anduin literally just became the leader of yeah, the Alliance. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, uh, Hold on. So, from vanilla to wrath, it was Anduin. From was the regent. regent was the regent, regent. Yeah, it was the regent. The, 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 he was he, he was the prince that had a regent council ruling. For yeah. Him. So he, but he was technically the king, the ruler. Yeah. He was technically the ruler of of of. Stormwind. Yep. And then from wrath to legion, it was Varian, and they were back to Anduin mm-hmm. with Varian's demise. So mm-hmm. within. Within the course of four, almost fourteen years, the alliance has had two different leaders because same person, two leaders. Horde, yep. we had Thrall, then we had Vul, then we had Garrosh, then we had Vulgin, then we had Sylvanas, and Sylvanas is definitely going to get swapped out. So that's six there's, leaders. Yep, there's no fucking way Sylvanas does not. Something doesn't happen. My wild tinfoil hat prediction is that someone figures out a way to to purge the undead blight from her, the undead curse from her, and she is returned to life, and she's and she is uh, broken, tried for her crimes against humanity. I think if if that does happen, it'll break her because the whole point of being undead is that you kind of lose a lot of your emotion. emotion. You lose your emotion. You lose your empathy. You and lose your humanity. And I think I think that that back will break her, and I can't wait for that. And so I, I that's my tinfoil hat. Interesting. Chris, for that. you got a tinfoil hat. Um, you've broken me with that one. I want that to be a thing. I really do. And I love Sylvanas. She's right. one of my favorite characters. But I want that to be a thing. Uh, I do want to see more from Anduin, though. I want to see Anduin thrive. That's what I want. Kevin, do you have a tinfoil hat in there, man? Um, my tinfoil hat is that there's going to be some shakeups on the Alliance side too, and someone's going to have to temporarily take over while Anduin is wounded and can't help us in battle the same as Dadgar never helps us in battle. 
okay, everybody is entitled to their opinion. <laughs> you know what? This is tinfoil hat region. You know, I'm not going to kink shame you for your tinfoil hat. So <laughs> just like you're not kink shaming me for my tinfoil hat. So I'm okay with that. Um, boys, um, what is your uh, any final thoughts for this topic? Um, I'm just so excited for Battle Storyline. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be better than Legion. Okay. Kevin, final thought? Um, I definitely agree with everybody on what's going to happen on the Horde side. The Alliance side, let us know what you guys think out there in listener land and chime into the discussion. Okay. Um, and my final thought on the topic is that um, I I would pay for a for a um, um, oh god uh, 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 Frank Frazetta and shit who's the other one whatever I would pay for a Frank Frazetta poster of that thing that I mentioned earlier of <laughs> like Queen Jaina. J- pirate mage queen Jaina just like standing on the edge of the bow of Cold's Heroes the entire island nation floating through the sky no, not Mobius. Um, it's it's Frank Frazetta, and then there's another one. Um, there's another one that did like that classic sort of epic painting style. Uh, Boris Vallejo. Boris Vallejo. There we go. Hey, uh, Kevin, do that or don't do that. Um, I don't have any don't do that's this week. All right, free that's week. good. You had a salt free week. Uh, Chris, do that or don't do that. Salt free week, buddy. I don't think I've had any problems. Um, oh, you did. My your Argus fight. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't matter. It was LFR. <laughs> I'm not salty about that. Um, I think that um, my do that is going to be give your characters more deadly encounters because <laughs> yeah. they're going to complain if you don't. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to actually feel like if uh, if we're fighting. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Hydra, die. asshole. Hydra. Hail Hydra. Swap Hydra. Swamp Hydra, asshole. Yeah. Okay. Do you not remember that I fight? I remember that fight. That's why I ran. <laughs> um, there is no guest plug this week, so we're not going to go ahead and plug any guests. But that is our show this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzrosCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. Send us emails at feedback at AzrosCTC.com for links to today's show. You can visit our website at www.AzrosCTC.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, however you shove all of these sweet, sweet, sexy words in your ears. Uh, say sweet, sexy words, boys. Sweet, sweet sexy, sexy words. words.